This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning. I'm John Osterland. This is a uh, this is a happy, great story. Dog adopted after swimming three thousand three hundred feet across the Ohio River. A runaway dog swam that distance across that river, and that dog has been adopted after a year of training and trust building. The dog's name is Allie. It swam 3,300 feet. It ran away and swam that distance across the Ohio River. Allie did that last year in 2020. Allie ran away from her owner December 5th, 2020, and swam across the Ohio River from Evansville, Indiana to Henderson County, Kentucky. Isn't that something? A river named after one state had a dog swim across it from another state to a third state. After she was rescued, one week later, Allie was brought to a volunteer trainer named Michelle Phillips, who's 51 years old and not the same Michelle Phillips from the Mamas and the Papas. And so the dog hung out with the volunteer trainer was trained properly and um, that dog who ran away and swam that long, that far, was was just adopted and now has a uh, and now has a home. Okay, uh, there's one part of the story that I'm confused about. Usually, when a dog runs away. The owner puts signs up, and when the people find the dog, they return the dog back to the original owner and get a reward. If they know that this dog ran away from somewhere, even though it probably wanted to get away, why wasn't the dog returned to where it ran away Ran away from? Because we always hear stories where, oh, the dog ran away, but we found it, and now it's reunited with his owner. How come this dog was not reunited with its original 
owner. Was the dog owner that bad? Well, Coleman, the the dog was running away from its owner. That that that's what they know. Um, but nobody knows why. Because I find that suspicious that nobody's talking about why the dog ran away. They know the date. They know where it ran away from. But nobody wants to just say, "Here's why the dog ran away," and here's why we're not bringing the dog back to the person or people. Doesn't say that. Exactly. That makes me very suspicious. The fact that they left that out makes me very suspicious. It makes me think. It's probably best that this dog ran away. Um, th- this dog, Allie, first ran away from her then-owner's home. She ran to the Ohio River, spent an hour swimming across. While she was in the river, officers with the Evansville, Indiana Police Fire and Animal Control Departments tried to rescue her, but she refused to get close to them and was almost hit by a barge. Um, the, 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 the woman who works with the animal rescue, Michelle Phillips, uh, said, I raced down there and found several people watching her in the water and said she had gone under several times. Thankfully, Allie made it across to Kentucky, but she immediately ran into the woods for a week Rescuers tried to coax Allie to safety, but she ran away from anyone who came close to her. Eventually, rescuers were able to get Allie in a field after six hours. They were able to fence her in and leash her. That night, that first night she was uh, picked up, she was placed in Michelle Phillips' care. Michelle Phillips works rescuing dogs and such we brought her home and she went and laid down on our couch i don't think she moved much that first night she swam across the ohio river then ran into the woods for a while um we just let her be she was extremely fearful of people dog leashes and just scared Michelle Phillips was only supposed to spend a few months training her, but she quickly bonded with the pup. And it was Michelle Phillips, the dog rescuer, who officially adopted Allie earlier this month. She said, quote, I really decided quite early on that she wasn't going anywhere. I believe dogs are family and mine have a good life. Every dog deserves a loving home and a chance. I could not stand to put her through anything more. So I really thought, what better time than the year, one-year anniversary of finding her? And so it's it, it's official. Um, yeah, Coleman, to answer your question, they found this dog swimming across a river. They knew when, and, and they knew where she must have jumped in from, but they, they didn't say anything about the owner that the dog was running away from, and, and they figured the dog was running away from the owner because the dog didn't want to be with that owner. The dog didn't want to be with anybody, clearly. It didn't want to be around any people. They had to Well, actually- it obviously had an issue trusting people. I mean, if, 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 if you were treated rotten by someone and you were a dog, you would have a tough time trusting people, too. 
That's why it ran into the woods. Right. So that was advocate here. I know it's, this is supposed to be a positive story. And from a human perspective, it is. But let's say you're a dog and you hate humans. And now you have all these humans chasing you. They're chasing you. Down. You ran away from humans. They got humans across the river that you're running from. Now you're in the woods trying to get away from humans. Now you're in the field and you're fenced in by humans. And you get leashed by a human to be captured by humans. From a dog perspective, do you think it's really a good thing? If the dog was trying that hard to get away from human beings, why not just let the dog go? And just let it be free away from humans. What's the travesty in that? What's wrong with that? Because dogs need us to you, feed them. They, they need us to take care they, of them. Do they? How long would this dog have lasted in the woods next to the Ohio River? All right. Would, would you rather live on your knees or die on your feet? Humans have this weird way of thinking we're the best thing for animals, especially domesticated ones like cats and dogs. But some of them... They just like, you know what, I'd rather hop out the window and go and just be my own dog or be my own cat. Even though it might be rougher, it may be happier for them. Well, maybe, but look, dogs and cats need us to take care of them. They need us to feed them. <laughs> no, I, I got some cats around my neighborhood that don't need us at all. They're terrorizing the, uh, the area. We don't know where they get their well, food you, from. Well, you know them because they need you. The reason you see them is because they're hungry and they're asking you for food. Oh, I don't feed them at all. I don't know. They're big. Somebody's feeding them. They just use my uh, property to poop in, and they use my car wheel wells to get warm. And other than that, they, they don't. <laughs> I'm not assisting those cats at all. But it sucks when I'm trying to mow the lawn and the blade catches one of the cat poops and it sucks. I just thought this was a, a happy story. I mean, you don't find too many dogs swimming 3,300 feet across a river from one state to another. And that then, goes to show you, man. Those dogs are stronger than we think. Like, overall, it is a positive story, but I always think, you know, if these animals really are running away from humans, it must be for a reason. You know, we have it in our brain that we're the best things for domesticated animals, but sometimes maybe not. Well, this dog and, and this, this rescuer obviously get along because the dog was rescued a year ago. It was hanging out with the rescuer. It was trained by the rescuer. And then, and then one year later, the rescuer said, you know what? Even though I have other dogs, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to legally adopt this dog, and uh, this dog is now mine. And I think that's a uh, that's a happy, great story. All right, we got a lot to get to on the show this morning, including we have a big announcement we're going to make at around eight o at eight o five this morning. I've I've got a a, a big announcement. Uh, hang out with us here on Bayou ninety five point seven, New Orleans only classic rock station. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? 
then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, I'm John Osterland. Have you got your Christmas tree yet? What's today? Today's December 9th. It's about that time. And you should not put your Christmas tree in front of your Wi-Fi router. In your in your in your house, um, especially if your Christmas tree has tinsel, it can mess with the signal. Uh, this, really? is, this has happened to uh, to some people. That's amazing, considering all the other stuff people have in their houses that doesn't affect the Wi-Fi, fireplaces, lamps, but stereos. You, you shouldn't put anything really. Right in front of your, of your Wi-Fi router, um, in your in your home. But is a especially a Christmas tree. Things like lights, ornaments, and tinsel make it even worse. Your router, your Wi-Fi router, also shouldn't be plugged into the same outlet as Christmas lights. Especially if those Christmas lights twinkle or flash. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Because the tinkling or flash cuts in uh, the currents of the electricity off and on, off and on. I can see that. Putting anything in front of your Wi-Fi router can cause issues. Especially big things like a Christmas tree. Here's why I find that hard to believe. I know for a fact that my Wi-Fi can go through bricks. Like sometimes my brother would come over when I wasn't home and he'll go in my backyard and use my Wi-Fi even though he's outside the brick in my – and sometimes even when I pull up in my driveway in my car, my phone picks up the Wi-Fi in my house because it's connected. So I don't even go inside my house. I just pull up in the driveway and my phone's like, hey, you're connected to your Wi-Fi. So the fact that my Wi-Fi can travel through brick walls – it makes it hard to believe that a Christmas tree tinsel can stop the signal. Well, Coleman, something that big like a Christmas tree can block the signal and wreck your internet speed. So if your Christmas tree is blocking your line of sight to your router, move the router or move the Christmas tree. Lights and tinsel can make it even worse when the radio waves your router pumps out hits tinsel. They bounce off and scatter, which can slow your Wi-Fi down. The same can happen with ornaments too. Huh? I did not. That surprises me. You ever uh, put a Christmas tree up in your house, John, or apartment? Yeah, I, I, I put Christmas trees Well, I have up. to ask, how does El Gato Negro handle that? Because your cat can be very destructive. It loves to chew through stuff. So if you was to put a Christmas tree in your in your place, does El Gato Negro handle himself well, or does he go savage like usual? And no, my, my cat, El Gato Negro, 
he enjoys the Christmas tree. Clearly, but does he destroy it? Uh, he has messed it up before. Okay. Um, yeah, cats in general, they you know, all of a sudden you put a tree in the in the living room of where they've been living for a while. Of course, they're gonna they're, they're gonna they're gonna go under it. They're gonna go up it. They're gonna they're gonna play with things that are on it. That's what that's what they do. That's in their nature. Yeah, my Christmas tree is already up though. Yeah, but evidently, um, evidently, a, a, a bunch of people have put Christmas trees up, and they've noticed that their internet isn't the same. And and the reason why is because they they put it right in front of or right next to their Wi-Fi router. Uh-huh. See, the the reason my Christmas tree is up already is because I never took it down from eight years ago. I put up a fake Christmas tree up in my house eight years ago, and I just left it there. I figured, why put it? Why? It's like making my bed. Like, why make the bed if I know I'm coming right back to it, right? So I know Christmas is coming around again. So why should I even take it down if I know I should keep it? Just keep it up. Yeah, you, you're getting your money's worth out of that. Uh, yeah, I got it from Dollar General, less than twenty dollars, and it's been holding on strong. Still got candy canes on it and everything. No, I, I I just saw where here in Louisiana, some of the Christmas tree farmers, the Christmas tree sellers, are saying that, uh, or, or people who are who are going to buy a Christmas tree, are saying that there's a there's a shortage on Christmas trees, the real Christmas trees. There there, there there's a shortage, and and that's why that's one of the reasons. Why the why the price of, of Christmas trees has gone up this year? Um, I mean, inflation has something to do with that. But but some of the some of the places where where you usually get your Christmas trees from, there there's a shortage. Hmm. This text says it's due to the reflective nature of the material. Ain't like the, uh, I don't know how to pronounce that word, the shaft coming out of the back of a fighter jet. The chaff, the chafe, I don't know what that is. I never flew a fighter jet before, so I don't know what that word is. But, yeah, the reflect, I, I can understand the reflective nature of the tinsel and the, the, the material used around the ornaments because they are very reflective. So that does make sense. It's very, it is very reflective. That makes sense. We have some of the smartest texters. Yeah, we have great texters on this show. And we always appreciate your texts, um, but yeah, you 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 got to be careful with your with your Wi-Fi router and your Christmas tree. Don't 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 put them right next to each other. Don't have the Christmas tree in front of the router. Um, it will affect. There's a really good chance it will affect your internet speed at your home. Um. And and the other big thing is plugging your lights and router into the same electrical outlet is not a good idea, according to the uh, the experts. You can tell me what did you give Elgato Negro for Christmas this year? I won't tell him. This year? Yeah. Hang on, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if the if the if this radio show is is on in my living room right now. Oh I, I, yeah, you're I, right. Because I, I, I sometimes I, I would do that, and I, I when I first got him, because he didn't want to be alone, and I don't have other pets, 
and 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 so I would I would leave the radio show on. Uh, okay, well, in, in the living room. So so. He, Hey, know, what's up, Elgato Negro? Yeah, save bed. Then don't say anything. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure. I want to say anything. But... Yeah, I think I got him something. I don't want to tell you what it is, but well, we still got a couple of weeks until Christmas, <laughs> and so, uh, and, and so I don't. I don't. I don't want to. I, wanna... I, I don't want to let him know if I if I actually got his presents yet, or if. Uh, if if I didn't, if I was waiting, and and I didn't, I definitely don't want to want to mention what I what I got for him. Would he recognize the sound? No, nope. he's probably going crazy at the house right now. <laughs> yeah, if he's next to the speaker. <laughs> um, all right, we got a we got a lot to get to on the show this morning. Hang out with us. It, since it's um at the end of the year, Google always tells us what people searched for what they googled the most this year and they have they have several different categories which is uh which is interesting because it, it tells you what many people are into what they're paying attention to uh what they're interested in um we've got that also at 8.05 this morning, we've got a big announcement. So uh, make sure, you, make sure you're, you're, you're listening at, at 8.05 for a big announcement we're going to make on this show. Hang out with us this morning. We Again, a, a lot to do here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. The movie... The Shawshank Redemption is one of my favorite movies ever. It's in my top five or ten of my favorite movies. And and there's a lot of people who love that movie, The Shawshank Redemption. Stephen King sold the film rights of The Shawshank Redemption to to the man who made the film, Frank Darabont, Stephen King sold the film rights of the Shawshank Redemption for only $5,000. He then never cashed the check. A few years later, he mailed the check back to Frank Darabont with a note saying, in case you ever need bail money, Love Steve. Ha 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 ha. So Stephen King wrote much of what became the movie, The Shawshank Redemption, and isn't that something? He 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 sold that to the to to, to Frank Darabont, who made an incredible movie, one of the greatest movies ever made, actually. And he never cashed the check. And then he mailed it back to the guy and saying, if you ever need bail money, here you go. I mean, wow. Who knew a guy that was so good at writing horror also had such a good sense of humor? Yeah, isn't that something? He never needed that five grand. He had already he already made a lot of money by that point in his life, in his career. I, I just thought that story was uh, was something. 
and how the rights to that story, if you think about it, were only $5,000, and it ended up being one of the greatest movies ever made. From Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Guns N' Roses there. You know, that album, where, where Patience came from, G&R Lies, when that was released... It wasn't really even supposed to be an album. They released that after Appetite for Destruction, after their debut album. Looking back now, you could say, well, that was their second album. It was technically their second release because there was a bunch of time in between Appetite for Destruction and Use Your Illusion 1 and 2. So there was a bunch of time in between there, and, and they released... GNR lies uh, just to give the fans something while they were working on the illusions. And that's where Patience came from. Turned out to be one of their biggest songs. Um, the album has stood up. I mean, it was it's pretty much all acoustic. And after listening to Appetite for Destruction, it showed a completely different side of Guns N' Roses. Not plugged in. It's like, wow, these guys can do this too? And, and that album also had the most controversial Guns N' Roses song on it ever written by Axl Rose. The song One in a Million, where he used two words in that song that I can't say on the radio right here. I can't repeat those words, but... Um, the, the, the two words he used in that song had a bunch of people calling him a racist and a homophobe. So I think you can think what two words those are. And uh, he says, no, I'm not those. This is just uh, this is just a song I wrote. I just happened to use those words. But, um, you know, looking back at that album now, GNR Lies, a lot, a lot of cool stuff on there. And, 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 and the fact that it's, that it's acoustic it showed Guns N' Roses fans a whole different side of that band after Appetite for Destruction came out. Good morning, I'm John Osterland. And um, I was just reading the, the, the top things that caused people to get into arguments in a car or carguments. Um Backseat driving, getting lost, speeding, and fighting over the radio. Those are the biggest reasons why people argue in cars. Makes sense, especially the last one. Hey, don't forget, at 8.05 this morning, we have a big announcement. Uh, so make sure you're listening around 8.05 uh, because uh got something to tell you. And coming up next, it's this morning's Big O. Hang out with us here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning. I'm John Osterlin. Since it's a few minutes after 7, it's time for this morning's Big O. Oh. 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 Since it's the end of the year, Google releases, and and they just released, their most Googled list. What people Googled, what they searched for, the most, and they broke it down into a few different categories. You know, when you think about Google, it's, it's pretty incredible. There are other search engines out there, but it's pretty obvious that most people, if they, if, if they have a question they want answered, they, they go to Google and they, they type it in the Google box, even though there are other search engines out there. Yeah, like Yahoo, Bing. I wonder what happened to X Jeeves. Google, though, the, the way they, they position themselves, they, they seem to pop up everywhere. You see, you see Google, they, they, they're, they're everywhere. Google is so popular that people use that word Google as the thing that you do no matter what search engine you use. You can Google, like people will say, go to Yahoo and Google this. Yeah. Coleman, do you re- did you Google something yesterday? Did you Google something two days ago? Did, what, yeah, I Google I Google stuff all the time. Do you remember what was the last thing you Googled? I don't remember her name, but usually when I'm watching a television show and there's an actress, I look up if that actress has a nude scene in the previous movie. So whatever I watched yesterday, if there was an attractive woman on there, I would have said, hey, it's like Scarlett Johansson. A Scarlett Johansson nude scene or something like that. Yeah, it's interesting how you say that. And, and it's not just for an, an attractive woman if you're watching something on television and you want to know more about her, you want to see more of her. Yeah. Um, it could be about anything. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, when it's work-related, I might Google something. But most of the time, it's just actresses and nude scene. Whoopi Goldberg, nude scene, something like that. Uh, <laughs> but just it, to see it. It should be something you want to see, though. It was out of curiosity. I just wanted to see a couple days ago, I Googled how to do something on my iPhone because I needed, I needed to figure out how to, how to do something. And, and you know, if, if, if you go to the Apple store in, in, in Metairie, there's usually a line of people that you have to wait behind. To, to, so it, it's easy just to go to Google and say, well, how do I do this on my iPhone? And, 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 and it will tell you. Yeah, now that you think, now that you say that, I did Google how to install a a, a heater hose in the car. A, a, something was going on with the car, and it was overheating, and the heater hose broke. Some kind of T heater hose connector, and I did it myself. I Googled how to do it, and I took the stuff out the hose, and I plugged the T connector in all the three hoses, and bam, I did it myself. Felt proud. And Coleman, I'm convinced if I was a kid today, and I was in school today, and with Google being available, I would have done a lot better in school. I, I, I don't understand how kids fail these days with Google at their fingertips. It's just like using an encyclopedia any, or the card any, catalog. Yeah. Any question that is asked of a student in school, 
could be found in in seconds. And um, but anyways, at the at the at the end of every year, Google released releases a list of of and then they break it down into different categories. What was the most Googled? Here are some of the some of the things and, and people that were the most Googled in the year 2021. When it comes to people, do you know which which person was Googled the most this year in 2021? Dwayne Johnson. No. Okay. Kyle, Kyle Rittenhouse. Oh my gosh. His trial uh his trial was just on television. <laughs> oh man, that was disappointing. Where he he was he was acquitted. Um Tiger Woods was the second most googled person. It's because of that uh, that car accident he got into. Okay. Um Alec Baldwin was the third most Google person, and we know why, because the movie I'm he was working st- on I'm were... starting to notice a pattern here. Travis Scott was the fourth most Googled person. Uh, he His concert in Houston led to a bunch of, a bunch of those m- music fans dying. And Simone Biles was the fifth most Googled person. She was the Olympic athlete who had mental health issues during the Olympics. Um, so what did that say about society? What well, I was just going to say, those are the top five people right. Googled in 2021, and it's all negative. Exactly. It's, it's all it's, oh, at, negative. That is horrible when you think about it. I'm guessing if the, if, if you stretch that list out to 10, they'll have a Jesse Smollett in there. or, or What's that? Um, the girl on trial, the the for the Epstein trial, whatever her name is. Get, oh, oh, Ghislaine Maxwell. Yeah. See, so it's all it's all controversy and negativity. That's disappointing. I'm thinking they're gonna co- uh, Google cool things like Dwayne the Rock Johnson is in this new movie. Or uh, check out Gal Gadot and she's wearing this miniskirt. But no, it's all negative. This <laughs> this proves why the news is the way yeah. it is. Why the news is is so negative. It's because it's if if it bleeds, it leads. It it's bad news that people are 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 most interested in. People aren't really interested in in good news as much as they are bad news. You make a good point, John, because I I would always criticize the news for being negative. Like why are they going negative? Not why are they going negative? But Google, you choose what you want to look for. So it's not like the news is giving you negativity. People are searching for the negativity, which justifies why the news presents the negativity. It's not the news fault when you think about it. And People now, are looking for the negative. And that explains, Coleman, why why there are so many trolls out there, because that's that's just... That's horrible. With, with a lot of people, it's just negative stuff inside of them, and, and the top five people who were who were Googled, it was all it was all negative. Huh. That is that is eye opening. When it comes to actors, the top five actors who were Googled in twenty twenty one. Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin Alec is Baldwin. number one. See. See. Number one. See. Pete Davidson is number two. I can understand that. The dude now. on Saturday Night Live. Well he's <laughs> he's uh with Kim Kardashian now. Right. So that makes sense. Shailene Woodley. Never heard of her. Was the third actor most Googled. Gina Carano was the fourth actor 
most Googled, and Army Hammer was the fifth actor most Googled. Those were the, those were the top five actors. Yeah, hey, I couldn't tell you why the last three were Googled. Um, when it when it comes to celebrities searched Googled together, Kim and Kanye was number one. Bill and Melinda Gates, they just got a divorce, number two. Uh, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson, number three. Kanye West and Jeffree Star, number four. And Taylor Swift and Jake Gyllenhaal, number five. All, all breakups. Those are, those are the celebrities wow. who were Googled together. Wow. When it came to passings, people who died. These are the, the people who died in 2021, the top five who were Googled. Uh, DMX. Okay, the, 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 that makes the, sense. The rapper. That, that poor girl from Long Island, Gabby Petito, who went cross-country with her boyfriend, and uh, he killed her. And, and she was, and by the way, that cross-country trip, they were, they were putting it up on social media, they were putting it up on Facebook and such. So she was, she was... Number two, number three was her boyfriend, Brian Laundry, yeah. the guy that killed her and then killed himself. Um, Prince Philip was number four, and Norm McDonald yep. was number five. That makes sense. The comedian, th- th- those were the, the, the top five people who died in 2021 who were Googled. The five movies that were Googled the most in 2021. Black Widow was the most Googled movie. Cool. Eternals, second. Hated that movie. Halloween Kills, third. Fourth most Googled movie this year was Mortal Kombat. And the fifth most Googled movie released in 2021, Dune. I would just want to say for the record that Eternals sucked. It really did. That was the worst movie I've seen in a long time. Black Widow was awesome. Mortal Kombat was eh. But yeah, the Eternals sucked. The top five television shows that were most Google. Squid Game. Number one. Squid Game. It follows the pattern. It's all about death and destruction. Squid Game is the most Googled television show of 2021. This list is not giving me faith in humanity. Bridgerton is the second most Googled show of 2021. WandaVision. That was awesome. Is the third most Googled show of this year. That was awesome. Ginny and Georgia was the fourth most Googled show. Is that like Debbie in uh, Dallas? I've never seen that one. Oh. And uh, and Cobra Kai. That was also awesome. Okay. Well, yeah, now that was... Cobra Kai was awesome and WandaVision was awesome. I, I give him props. But Squid Game, once again, follows the pattern. If pe- people love the controversy. They love death. They love weird situations like that. It's horrible. Um. And and I, I I've got the musicians and bands... But none of them are rock and roll. Oh, so it's not like Eddie Van Halen dying? Or... No, it's uh, it's Travis Scott. Of course. the most Googled musician because of what happened to him in of Houston. Uh, the country artist, Morgan Wallen, was the second most Googled musician. It's because he did, didn't he go on a rant and yeah. he, used, he used the N-word. and he, uh, Adele was the third most Googled musician. The weekend, the fourth most Google musician, and uh, and Dr. Dre was the fifth most. Because of the divorce, mu- musician. 
Oh, man, society, man, I tell you. What, what, what's everybody doing out there? What's going on? Does the world need therapy? Do you need my help? Let's go out and get a beer, people. And finally, athletes. The five most Googled athletes in 2021. Tiger Woods, okay. we already mentioned. He's one, of the, he's one of the five most Googled human beings in 2021. Simone Biles. Yeah. Um, Henry Ruggs. Never heard of him. The third. Henry Ruggs the third is the wide receiver who played for the Las Vegas Raiders who killed someone drinking and driving oh, when he was driving see, over yeah, 100 I, miles an hour. He's the wide receiver see. out of Alabama. <laughs> wow. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. was the fourth most Googled athlete, and Aaron Rodgers uh, was the fifth most Googled a- athlete, probably because of him not getting vaccinated and and him missing a football game because he had COVID. Um, those were the five most Googled athletes. So what do you take from this, John? Well, I, it tells you people's mindsets. I learned something today. It, it tells you that people... Um, they're attracted that's to controversy. How that's how they're thinking. Again, if it bleeds, it leads. Google searches tells us that as well. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7... New Orleans' only classic rock station. Doctors are warning against eating raw cookie dough. They say it puts you at an increased risk for salmonella, E. coli, and a huge ass. (laughs) Who doesn't love cookie dough, though? Just watch out for the raw stuff. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning. J.O. here with you. Two nights ago on television, they did a live remake of the television show Different Strokes. The one that starred Gary Coleman. Remember, uh, I, I remember. I remember when I was a kid, that TV show. What you talking about, Willis? Gary Coleman was uh, w- w- was the star of that show. Well, two nights ago, they did a live remake of one of their episodes, and Kevin Hart was the Gary Coleman character. Makes sense. And um, John Lithgow played the father, Mr. Drummond. They, they, They did that for a half an hour, and then they did a live remake of an old episode of the television show, The Facts of Life. And... That show came from different strokes because the the woman who was, I guess, the maid or the cook for Gary Coleman's family on, on different strokes, she went on to become a, 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 a private high school instructor or a kitchen, teaching them. I don't know things about the kitchen, whatever. But the show was called The Facts of Life. Yeah, a spinoff, they call them. She got a spinoff, and the show was called The Facts of Life. And that show had Tootie, uh, the, the the young black girl, 
And well, when they when they did the remake of that show two nights ago, the actress who was the star of that show back in the late seventies, she showed up two nights ago. Her name's Lisa Welchel. She played the character Blair on the show The Facts of Life. She looked almost exactly the same as she did 40 years ago. And I mean almost exactly the same. Yeah, that makes sense. Black don't crack. That's what they say. Well, no, she's not black. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she she's she's white, Coleman. Well, um, white don't crack either, I guess. Uh but she's 58 years old now. She played the preppy teenager Blair Water. Oh, yeah, now I remember. Okay. On, on, on the Facts of Life from 1979 until 1988. Um, the, the, the black actress who played Tootie, she popped in the other night. And then they had the, the portly waitress um who who played one of the girls she she popped in too but there was one of the girls who didn't pop in the 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 actress who played Joe and that was my favorite she was my favorite on 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 the facts of life um Joe came to town and she was this tough girl and she was really cool uh her name is Nancy McKean in real life but but she didn't she didn't show up two nights ago, like the other three out of out of the four facts of life girls showed up. Um, but social media was talking a lot about how the actress Lisa Welchel, who played Blair, looks pretty much exactly the same forty years later. Than she than she did when she was that uh, on that show, it's it, something. Yeah, I mean her hair was exactly that. I mean it was parted. It was it was the same length. It would. I mean her face looked looked pretty much exactly the same. You sure she wasn't CGI'd in? <laughs> her her body looked pretty much exactly the same. And uh, again, a lot of people on social media were were talking about. Wow, they couldn't believe how she looked. And Jennifer Aniston played that character, Blair, on the 30-minute reboot two nights ago. And what's funny about that, Jennifer Aniston is, in, in real life, she's 52 years old, and Lisa Welchel is 58 years old, the, the actress who played Blair. But, but they had Jennifer Aniston play Blair in this episode that ran... A couple of nights ago. I can't wait to do a live remake of uh, the A-Team. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, they, they've done that. They've done that with, um, with, with a few movies and a few television shows. Well, they will, do, they will, they will, if they were popular back in the day, uh, they'll, they'll do a live reboot of it, of it now. Did they do Grease a couple of years ago? I think they did Grease the movie. Uh, they've 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 done that a few times, but I I I just uh, I I I couldn't believe, and I wasn't the only one 
how the actress Lisa Welchel, who played Blair Warner on that show, The Facts of Life, looks 40 years later. She looks pretty much exactly the same. Hey, coming up next, we've got a, we've got a big announcement we're going to make at 8.05. Hang out with us here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning. We've got an announcement to make. Um, we, we told you, listen, Thursday morning now because of an announcement. And let's just, Coleman, let's just, um, let's just play. We, 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 we did a Zoom meeting with the guys who are also involved in this announcement. Hi, I'm John Osterlin, and I've got a I've got an announcement to make uh, here on on Zoom, and I'm joined here on Zoom by the guys I'm making the announcement about. How are Friday you? morning is my last morning doing the show here at Bayou ninety five point seven, and then I'm moving down the hall and down the dial to the talk station WWL, where I'm going to start a new show in the new year. And the guys replacing me here on Bayou 95.7 are the Rise guys. And they're right here. Good morning, Rise guys. Oh, we're thrilled. Thank you for uh, thank you for having us. Thank you for the warm welcome, man. We can't wait to be broadcasting on every morning. Uh, I mean, we can't wait to just be a part of it, you know. We just, we're happy. Yeah, and I want to say this. You know, I, I am very uh, particular about uh, diction and language and stuff. So if I mispronounce any of... Your words just work with me. I have a hard time with even stuff around here. So, you know, various words and phrases, just give me a little chance to figure it out. Chopper tool is going to be an issue. Is that the way to put it? I thought it was Chipotle. No, no. no. Regardless, <laughs> though, we're, we're pleased as punch to be down there. Well, my advice to you when it comes to pronunciations is don't say anything until you know how to pronounce it. That's oh, the best God. advice. That's why I didn't talk till I was eight years old. And you only know Pontchartrain because of country songs. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so what can we expect from the wise guys moving forward? What kind of energy you plan to bring to Body 95.7? Because I don't know if you know, we rock pretty hard here in New Orleans, especially on Bourbon Street, and we need somebody to carry that energy. No, nobody rocks harder than us. But y'all going to do a lot of laughing, too, once we get started. Oh, yeah. A lot of laughing. Uh you know, a lot of people can say it. We we look at the world in a much different way. We're best friends now for uh, over two decades, uh, but we have very contrasting thoughts about stuff uh, from uh, the the beginning to the end, afterlife, the pre everything. So, uh, but we we find ways of making stuff funny. But then when something needs to be sentimental and you need to be honest about stuff and uh, look at it through a different pair of glasses. We're glad to do that, too. And we're not particularly afraid of alligators, either. Alligators. Alligators. Oh, man. Oh, I love I love swamp people. Yeah, love I that show. Asian Pawn Stars, what happened? <laughs> that was a good show. It was. <laughs> well, it's cool that you guys are friends and you can disagree and still be friends. I wish everybody could be like that in our country these days. I think that's something that's lost. And I, and, I, and, I, and I think that's cool that it works for you guys. All right, thank you. We'll try to spread the love as far and wide as we can. Yeah, but that means if we were not paid, though, would we still be friends? Maybe. Maybe. 
<laughs> there was no money involved, you guys wouldn't be hanging out. <laughs> out of here, right now. Yeah, we have to go hang out at indie wrestling shows again. That's exactly right. Yeah, we met through professional wrestling, and you guys have uh, hosted WrestleMania. So, fingers crossed, we were telling Kat, we hope we uh, we get to come down to New Orleans for some WrestleMania. Here's Rob with Stoney. Uh, yeah, we got our SmackDown coming down here in February. Hopefully, uh, oh, yeah. Roman Reigns is still our uh, universal champion. Uh, but at the same time, yeah, I was there for both of them when Daniel Bryan won and when the Undertaker lost his streak. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah we, we appreciate it. Again, congratulations on, on a great career. I know that you're, you're moving down the hall. You're staying in the business. And now you'll people will really get to hear what you've really maybe wanted to say all these years. Yeah, no holes barred now. <laughs> well, thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, I look forward to doing that. And, you know, we're excited that the Rise guys are coming here to Bayou 95.7 to be, be, be the morning show on New Orleans' only classic rock station. And uh, it's, it's great meeting you guys. I look forward to listening to you guys, and I and I wish you all the best of luck. You as well, sir. Thanks, John. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Passing the baton over to us. We appreciate you. Hey, who that? Who that? Thanks, Rise guys. I only have the baton to pass. There was a plug going down the hall, but they're not letting me pass that to you here on Zoom. So. We're friends for money. <laughs> I just realized that. We're friends for money. Man, he's making weed jokes, man. I got to go to the car. Oh, yeah. All right. Take care. I look forward to it. Hey. Thank you. God bless. So those are the Rise guys, and they're going to be the new morning show here at Bayou 95.7. Uh, tomorrow is our last show. And then we're going to um, go do a talk show on WWL, and uh, that's going to start in the new year. Um, the, the Rise Guys start here a week from Monday, and it's going to be the best of the Rise Guys, and then in the new year, January 3rd, will be their first uh, live show here at Bayou 95.7. And um, well, to answer the first question, this text says, uh, will it be talk or uh, music in the morning? It's gonna it's gonna be music and talk. It, it's gonna it's gonna be music. It's gonna be like what we we've been doing. Uh, yeah. So they're gonna it's still classic rock. On uh, they're not doing a talk format at all. It's still classic rock. Yeah, and you know before before I had this, it's been five years that I've been doing this morning show here at Bayou ninety five point seven. Uh, but before that, I was I was hosting a talk show, and, um, and what's very cool about this, this is one of the rare times in radio where someone who is leaving a station can actually still be on the station to say thank you so much for listening. Uh, and, and and to say goodbye and to tell you where I'm going. Because I know the last job I had, it was right before my show was supposed to start. I got called into an office, and they, they, they said, look, you don't work here anymore because they just, our company eliminated your position. And and thanks for working for us. Yeah, but you're not just changing stations. You're also changing times, right? Yeah, I, I think my show is going to start coming on uh, after the sports show. I think it's going to be uh, I think it's going to be eight o'clock at night. Uh, that that's where that that's where I'll I'll be. Um, 
on on WWL, and I'm 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 honored that my boss is here. Well, want want me to do that? I'm actually proud of you. Well, John. that's nice of you, Coleman. <laughs> Good uh, job. All, all your hard work paid off. Um, yeah the the the, the company who owns Bayou ninety five point seven Odyssey. Uh, also owns WWL and a few other radio stations here in New Orleans. As a matter of fact, WWL is on the other side of the wall from the studio I'm sitting in right now. Yeah, we'd be having shouting matches to see who could disrupt each other's show. We'd be banging on their walls. We'd be kicking down their walls. So it's pretty fun. (laughs) Yeah, and so uh, my show is going to start there January 3rd in the the new year. And... um, Again, this is a it's a very cool opportunity because most of the time when when people on the radio leave the radio station, um, they don't get a chance to say goodbye. They um because a, a lot of people they, they get fired and, and the radio station doesn't want to let them on after they get fired to say goodbye because they may say some other things that could get that radio station in trouble. All right, this text says, Are they moving you both? No. I'm sticking around on by 95.7. I'll be doing more behind-the-scenes stuff. Oslin is going to WWL. <laughs> Although, Coleman, I really enjoy you producing the, my, my radio show. I appreciate that. And, I had fun I, doing it. Yeah, and I, th- I think you and I have a, have, a, have a pretty good thing going on the air. And uh, I'm going to be fighting and battling to uh, – I, 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 I enjoy working with you. You never know. I heard WWL has some very nice producers. Some might outshine me. It depends on what happens. But I'll still be doing um, some stuff here on Bayou. I'll still be doing my day drinking videos. I have more of a presence on the website, Bayou 957, with my three-point videos. And I think I'm still doing my weekend stuff, too, Coleman's Cut. So, yeah, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, so Coleman will still be around. Uh, So that's the announcement. We're uh, You're getting a new morning show here on Bayou 95.7. And I'm going going over to, to, to do a talk show. On WWL. And I want to thank Diane Newman, Kevin Cassidy, Steve Souter, and Kat. I want to thank all of those people uh, because uh, they're, they're the people I work with and and, and they're, they're the people who are making all of this happen. And um, boy, I, I think the Rise guys are going to be great. I, I think you're gonna like them here in the morning on Bayou ninety five point seven and 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 hopefully if, if you like what what we do here, what I've done here, um tune in uh starting uh starting January third in the new year, tune in uh after Bobby A Bear's sports show on WWL and that's that's where I'm uh, that's where I'm starting over there and uh and I, and I I really look forward to it, and I, and I think this is a, this is this is one of those situations that that's good for everybody involved. Yeah. So right now, if you want to get a taste of the rise, guys, I just updated the Bayou957.com website, so you can see who they are. They got we have a video, we have a link to their uh, podcast, so you'll be able to get a little taste of what you're going to be in for uh, when they start a few weeks from now. So just check that out on our website at Bayou957.com. And um, this morning, I still have the dumbest thing I read all morning. We still got other things we got to get to. 
And tomorrow morning will be a lot of fun. It'll be our last show here on Bayou 95.7. And um, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool in radio when, when, you're, when you're moving around that you can stay on a station that, that, you're, that, that you're, you're leaving. And, yeah, because I was it, afraid I might have to wash dishes. I was like, I don't want to go back to washing dishes. <laughs> I said, I'll wrap them out the bathrooms here and then go wash dishes at another place. So hang out with us here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Coleman, do you drink eggnog? Yes. Hell yeah, I do. Um, Do you know why it only seems to be a popular drink around Christmas time? I thought it was it, it was because it's an LTO, like one of those, like a McRib, like a limited time offer. Uh, eggnog is not like the McRib. Okay. Um, eggnog has been a holiday, a Christmas staple for hundreds of years. Um, but why? Where did it come from? Eggs. And, and, and why do we only drink it at the end of the year? Well, according to uh, the executive vice president at the Ohio Poultry Association, a guy named Jim Chakaris, he says eggnog, which is actually a drinkable form of custard, originated in medieval Britain, where locals created a hot, creamy, ale-like drink. The name eggnog is a combination of noggin, a wooden cup, and grog, a strong beer. Hmm. I don't even know what custard is. <laughs> it's like ice cream. Oh, okay, cool. Early colonists traveling to America helped the drink become popular during the holidays as locally farmed eggs and milk, in addition to locally made rum and whiskey, was readily available. Americans went on to create eggnog recipes of their own, including George and Martha Washington, who famously enjoyed eggnog with rye whiskey, Jamaican rum, and sherry, according, according to historical records. Variations of eggnog exist throughout the rest of the world under different names and ingredients, but the creamy texture and sweet flavor remain the same. Never from the wall it says, it's not limited time if you know how to make it. I feel the same way about McDonald's, McDonald's breakfast menu. I don't know why they're subjected to just a limited time. Eggnog should be all year round. This text says, Pennsylvania Dutch eggnog is my creamer for my coffee this time of year. Pretty cool. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, but I don't see why eggnog can't be a year-round a year round drink. I love eggnog. Well, maybe that's something we can, we can, we can work, work for. We can fight for. Pick something. You pick your issues. You want to pick eggnog? Should we drink eggnog in July? Hell yeah. All right, well, we'll, maybe, we'll maybe we'll fight for that in the future. Coming up next, it's the dumbest thing I read all morning. Uh, hang out with us. 
here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here with you. And it's that time of our show where I tell you the dumbest thing I read all morning. Pope Francis says extramarital sex sins aren't that serious. All right. (laughs) That's the dumbest thing you read? Coleman, this Pope continues to make news. You know, I'm Catholic, and I have several Catholic friends who don't agree a lot with this particular Pope, with this sitting Pope, Pope Francis. As a matter of fact, they call him... The commie pope. But it seems like the cooler he gets, the the less Catholics like him. You would think Catholics would love the new leniency that they have, right? Well, as a Catholic, Coleman, I can say that we have some of the toughest rules out of any religion. Right. I I mean, our, our rules are damn tough. So wouldn't it be better knowing that the highest authority of the religion is saying, okay, we, we can relax a little on some of these restrictions? A lot of Catholics don't feel that way. Oh, man. I, I guess, I guess ca- Catholics just used to, used to having these tough, extremely tough rules. Um, and, and you know, there's a lot of people that don't like change. Hmm. Lust is not the worst of the seven deadly sins, according to Pope. Francis. I thought they were all equally bad. I didn't know there was. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. I, thought, I didn't know there was a hierarchy of the sins. I if thought he, it was pretty if, much. If he's gonna say this, can he just list the order, it, <laughs> like the the order in which they're either worst to best or best to worst? That's news to me. The leader of the Catholic Church has come out saying there are worse indiscretions than uh, doing sex outside of marriage. In an interview with reporters while en route from Greece to Italy, he said, he's 84 years old now, Pope Francis, and he said, quote, sins of the flesh are not the most serious. So what other kind of sins? Uh, Sins of the mind? Sins of the spirit? Well, that's what uh, the Pope said regarding sex outside of marriage. Top transgressions instead include pride and hatred. Pope Francis's rankings of the worst wrongdoings followed the resignation of a Paris archbishop who quit over a relationship with a woman earlier this month. Hey. I did not know that sins had levels. I was always taught that a sin is a sin is a sin. You could go to hell for any of them. It doesn't matter what the, the uh, severity of the sin is. By, by the way, that, that, that archbishop in parish, he's 70 years old. His name is Michel Aubetit. He denied being intimate with the anonymous female because that's behavior that would break his promise of celibacy. And I, evidently they asked Pope Francis about that. And that's when Pope Francis said Chill that, out. <laughs> that extramarital sex sins aren't that serious. Hang on. That was my mind. 
So hopefully there'll be a follow-up where, where this Pope, Pope Francis, will list in order when it comes to sins, which ones are the worst, which ones are the most serious, yeah, and which ones are the least serious. I'm surprised that pride is more sinful than lust. <laughs> Please remember John Osterlin is not an ordained minister. Well, <laughs> Pope Francis, or as some of my Catholic friends call him, the commie pope, says that extramarital sex sins aren't that serious. Jesus, Son of God, my God. That's the dumbest thing I read all morning. It's pretty serious when you're going through the divorce and you start looking at all the, the financial records and... <laughs> man, oh man. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.